Hey, squaddies. Welcome to this week's episode of the Travel Squad podcast. Today, we're airing one of our most popular episodes from the past three years. We have hundreds of episodes now, and lately we've been replaying the most well-received and listened to episodes, and you all have been loving it. We're going to keep giving you what you want and give new squaddies the chance to hear past episodes without having to go digging through the archives. New episodes are still launching every other week, while classics like this are airing in between. Enjoy the show and happy Travel Tuesday. Welcome to the Travel Squad Podcast. We're four friends that grew up together in the same small town. We followed each other to San Diego and now we adventure the world together. One passport stamp at a time. We're here to share our travel stories and inspire you to go on your own adventures. Even if it starts with your own backyard. I'm Jamal, Brittany, Kim, and I'm Dana, and And we're we're the Travel Squad Podcast. So grab your ticket, your passport, and don't forget your travel insurance, and prepare for takeoff. Hello, fellow travelers. Hey, everyone. What's up? Hello. Welcome to episode 74 of the Travel Squad podcast. Today, we are going to be talking all about why we love the Caribbean and why you are going to fall in love with all of these hot spots, too. So I've been to the Caribbean three times, two on a cruise and one time specifically flying to the Caribbean, going to the U.S. Virgin Islands. And let me tell you something. Each time I'm there, whether it be for the long duration time going specifically to the Virgin Islands or the quick hop, skips and jumps that you have when you're at port on a cruise in the Caribbean, I have never been disappointed. It's always so beautiful out there and it is so serene on a whole nother level. And that is why the Caribbean has the hype that it does. I am so a beach person. I love the Caribbean. I love tropical vacations, and the Caribbean is the best place for that. It has those gorgeous turquoise and clear blue waters, gorgeous sand beaches, those tropical drinks. Mm -mm -mm. Yes. Sand beaches, (laughs) tropical drinks. Everybody has an easygoing vibe to them. The whole atmosphere is super easygoing, and you feel like you're on vacation there. It feels like a vacation. Yeah. And like Jamal said, Jamal's been to the Caribbean three times. I've been to the Caribbean four times. And I'm really excited for this episode because I'm thinking about all of the beautiful places in the Caribbean and the beaches, the white sand, the warm waters. And I just want to be on a beach right now drinking a pina colada. Mm. the pina coladas i you know i thought Brittany was gonna say that she just wants to be on the beach and i was just thinking to myself i would love a pina colada so when you finish that sentence Brittany, i was just like take me home so before we get into it when we say the caribbean let's talk about what we're talking about and what is the caribbean Each person has their own individual idea of truly what consists of the Caribbean, what not. But when we're referencing it, we're talking not Florida, but everything south of Florida, including the Bahamas, all the way down to the islands that are on top of South America and the coastal areas of the Americas along the Gulf of Mexico. So pretty much everything in that area, the islands of the Bahamas, Cuba, all the way down. That is what we're referring to when we talk about the Caribbean. Which I always thought the Bahamas was the Caribbean. There's more than just the Bahamas. It wasn't. The Bahamas is not technically the Caribbean. And I always thought it was. You're right. And that's what I was going to say. So that's, I mean, what we're referring to when we say it, there is a specific area. I really think it truly is the part of Cuba and then the islands and all that region. But for our sake of what we're going to talk, just the general region of the coastal waters of Gulf of Mexico and all the islands, again, from Florida down to the north end of South America. Let's give that an all-encompassing Caribbean. Caribbean. All right. I'm with Caribbean. So let's talk about the weather. While the region is generally really sunny most of the year, they do have a wet season from May through November. And this time of year also has a little bit more cloud cover. And then they also have a dry season from December through April. And that's when the skies are really sunny. And fun fact, Jamal and I have only been to the Caribbean 
in the month of January together. And every time, nice and sunny skies. Yes, and keeping with the theme of weather, do keep in mind from the months of June to November, it's typically hurricane season. And so if you're planning on going to the Caribbean during that time, whether it be on a cruise, whether you are flying specifically to a specific destination or island, keep that in mind. The last thing you wanna do is book during hurricane season. I obviously wouldn't. And, you know, this last year here, 2020, there's been a plethora of hurricanes that have ravaged that area. So don't book a trip during that time. That would be my best advice for you. You know, what's so great about the Caribbean is the water is always so warm. So yes, we do live here in sunny Southern California, but like you look at the water and it is freezing. Trash water. Freezing, <laughs> freezing, freezing, no matter what time of the year. That's the water... not true. In in some of the summer months, July, August, it does get warm enough to swim and it. it it's nice. Oh, it gets to 62 degrees? No, it gets in the 70s. <laughs> and we also have sharks, but in the Caribbean, not always. They have sharks course. in they the Caribbean. Sharks. It's an sharks. ocean. That's where sharks live. We also have pirates. Actually, it's more dangerous for sharks because there's more people out in the water. And they have more reefs and sharks love the reefs. No. When I yes. was having, Yep. I went pretty deep out in the water when I was there in the Caribbean. I didn't just like, because you weren't bit by a shark that one time you were out in the Caribbean <laughs> does not mean they're not there. Zena, give us your best pirate joke. This is very appropriate. Why did the pirate go on vacation? I don't know. Tell me. Because he wanted to get a little bit of arr and arr. <laughs> <laughs> What's a pirate's favorite type of movie? One that's rated R. Yeah, you know, that's the only pirate joke I really know. <laughs> oh my God, you guys. At one point in time, pirate jokes would have had me on the floor gasping for breath because it was so funny. So let's get to it. Let's start talking about the beautiful destinations in the Caribbean. I mean, we know of the crystal clear turquoise waters. We know of the reefs. We know of the beautiful sea life that's in there from turtles, dolphins, yes, Anna, even sharks. So <laughs> let's get into talking specifically about the more popular destinations. We all haven't been to these locations together, but we have been to these locations and they are some of the best places in the Caribbean. Somewhere that I've been, I don't know if you guys have been, is Turks and Caicos. I have not been to Turks and Caicos. Ooh, doesn't it just sound like a vacation? Sounds it exotic. Does. Turks and Caicos. Turks I, and Cakes. It sounds like a place that I would live in a bikini and a pina colada in my hand, except after five o'clock, I would have one in both. Nice. Double fisting. Yes. They do encourage that there, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I was only there for a day, um, I think six or eight hours. A cruise that I took stopped in there. Gorgeous waters. Those turquoise blue and clear waters that you think of when you hear about the Caribbean, that's what it was exactly. Went snorkeling, went out on a catamaran boat. Beautiful warm waters, lots of beautiful tropical fish. The rum punch was abundant, <laughs> both on the boat and then when we docked and we were just swimming in the water and hanging out. The guy who was running the catamaran would fill up his pitcher with rum punch and run out to everybody on the beach and in the water and fill up your cups like he did not let them go empty it's that's like some service <laughs> i was like bottle service in a club that's what it's like on the water yes you know? <laughs> yes that's how they do it in the caribbean and then i mean they just they love dancing the music and the rum punch and i i, I fit in very well there and the rum punch and the rum punch <laughs> don't forget about the rum punch how could you forget about the rum punch <laughs> what did you drink while you were there Rum punch <laughs> oh, and, and some rum and coke. <laughs> they love the rum there. You need some caffeine thrown in there every now and then though. Yes. That's why we do they the are, coke. They like the coffee too. You can have that. <laughs> Another great place in the Caribbean that Zaina and I have gone to together is Cuba. Cuba. You guys, I loved Cuba so much. I mean, I love hearing all about this trip that you ladies took. I do want to go there eventually someday. There's lots of misconceptions and things that we hear about Cuba. But what did you ladies like about it that makes it worth a Caribbean visit? Well, okay. So first off, I really, you know, it's so funny because when we went to Cuba, it wasn't planned to be a party trip. And even though we did a lot, we saw a lot, we certainly partied a lot. And I just thought and that to is myself, so Cuba. Yeah. And I'm like, what would Jamal and Brittany do if they were here? Because I, I mean, would party. I would party. I just want to say I was out one night with Kim. Brittany wasn't there. It wasn't just me and Kim. But I remember <laughs> Kim telling me, she said, oh, you're so much more fun when Brittany's not with you because you let loose. <laughs> you have to when you're there. I mean, that is 
the culture, dancing, drinking, staying up late, eat dinner late, even the kids are out late. Like that is the culture. And when you're there, you have to immerse yourself in the culture. I mean, like just hearing you say dancing, oh my goodness, because we went from uh, Havana, which they call La Habana, all the way down to what was it called? Trinidad in Southern Cuba, just to go to a dance club in a cave. And I still remember the music because this is like right before Despacito became mm-hmm. like super famous and blew up so that was like every other song in the club and then there's also another group called cnco which ricky martin created a boy band which oh my god i wish they had this for me when i was like 15 and 16 years old and they kept playing their music video everyone was dancing like it was just wild pina coladas beers cheap booze The people are so hospitable, but there's more to do than just partying. It's just so much history, places to see. You're on the beach. We saw a cannon show. Ernest Hemingway had a house there. There's his favorite bar that he used to go to that you can go to that has like a massive line that you have to wait to even get in. Of course, the classic cars. The classic cars, people open up their homes and they cook for you as well. We did that in Super Havana. friendly people, really, really friendly. That, that I think that's synonymous with the Caribbean as well. Mm-hmm. Really friendly people. But they also had the tropical waters. We went to a couple of beaches that were just those gorgeous blue waters, warm waters. Mm. Mm-hmm. And you can get a lot of jamon y queso sandwiches. We got a lot of sunburn too. Aren't those the <laughs> Cuban sandwiches that they sell in Miami? Pretty much ham and cheese. No. I, I know, I know, I know. This I know. is not a Cuban sandwich like you get in America. It's a Cuban ham and cheese sandwich. Yeah, I okay. think the, the biggest <laughs> thing about Cuba is that the food that you know here in the States is Cuban food is not there. You can't go into a store to buy food. You actually have to go to a restaurant. The restaurants are always out of this or that. They usually only have two things available for you, even though they have pages of a menu. That's because it's all rationalized and the people receive the food from the government rather than needing to go to the store. So it was just a really, really, really interesting place to go to. And you're also just seeing a snapshot of a country still in the 1950s. Well, what strikes me most about what you ladies are saying and from other people that I've heard that have been to Cuba, yes, they still have those remnants of things that we know that give us the negative stereotypes, but it's so much more beyond just even that in terms of the people, the culture, and it really is lively and a fun place to go. Whereas some people would think, oh, Cuba, like, why would I go to Cuba? Because they have that misconception of how it's been portrayed in the media here in the U.S., for example. It's yeah. an extremely popular tourist destination for Europeans. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Well, Europeans don't have embargoes against it. So lots of Europeans go to Cuba. Yes, and they have plenty of new cars as well. And they're all European cars. Another place in the Caribbean that I love is actually in the Mexican part of the Caribbean. This is Tulum. It's right near Cancun. And it is so beautiful. The waters there are just gorgeous. There is a certain time of year in the summer months where the seaweed blooms and it gets a lot of seaweed in the water and up on the shore. So don't go during that time. I've actually heard reports that supposedly <laughs> it smells really bad and they have issues with it. And you don't want to swim in the water so during that time. As much as we're telling you, you're going to love the Caribbean, you know, there's certain That's times to go to certain go. places. You don't want to go during hurricane season and you don't want to go during seaweed blossom season, apparently, yes. to Tulum. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but it's it's really humid there. So it's a great place to go in the winter months when you want to get away from the cold weather. It's still really warm down there. I would definitely recommend the cenotes. I think that's one of the most unique things about this area of the Caribbean is that there's a huge underground river system. And that's what these cenotes are. So there are openings in the land where you can swim in these big swimming holes. That's what they are. They're gorgeous turquoise waters. You're swimming through caves. You can actually go scuba diving into them and explore them. Amazing. They're actually mapping them right now. So they're not even fully mapped or discovered, which is Pretty cool. They're very cold, though. For Caribbean, we keep talking about the warm water. These cenotes are very cold. But that's because it's on land versus what we have out in the water in the... It's not the ocean, right? right? It's underground. and But it's nice because it is really hot and humid there, as it is in most places in the Caribbean. It's refreshing. So I have a question. Are the cenotes freshwater or saltwater? I think from my memory of swimming in it, I think it was freshwater. Okay. 
Interesting. There could be a mix, though. I'm not sure. There are a lot of cenotes around there, too. There are so many you can explore. You can spend multiple days exploring them. Some of them you can get into for free. Some cost a fee to get in and park, but they're beautiful. Definitely do not miss. The other thing about Tulum that's really, really cool is the ancient ruins. Ruins get you going. They get me going. And they have some really cool ones here, starting in Tulum where they have ruins on the coast. So you're looking at beach and you're in the ruins. It's pretty amazing. There's another one farther back inland. And then the farthest inland back one is the Chichen Itza pyramid, which is just astounding, like fully intact, gorgeous, tall pyramid from the Mayans. Did you visit Chichen Itza? No, because it's a several hours to get from the coast of Tulum into the jungle where this is. And I was on a short trip there just like two days. So I didn't get to make it, but I did see the coastal ones. Squad trip, guys, because I want to totally. go to Chichen Itza really bad. Yes. We want to do an all-inclusive in Tulum. Brittany and I have been looking oh, into God. that. I would love to do an all-inclusive. Yes. Well, you know what is 131 miles south of Tulum? Bacalar. Bacalar. <laughs> I have been talking forever about taking Jamal, Brittany, and Kim here. I went to Bacalar from Mexico City with my girlfriend, Nicole. We briefly touch upon it in our Belize episode, which is episode 64. Bacalar is uh, more cenotes, and it's just a tiny little beach town, and it was not crowded at all, which we were, Nicole and I were like, wow, you know, like everyone is more north of us in Tulum and Cancun and all those other places. And those are like resort prices, whereas Bacalar still at that time was unexplored. And so it wasn't crowded. The food was so, so, so cheap. So was the booze. And it was just a really good time being out on the cenotes. Great combo out there. Cheap food, cheap booze. Gotta love it. Exactly. And we even instead of getting a hostel, we accidentally booked a hostel in tents. So we slept out under the stars in a tent. So I don't think you accidentally booked a hostel. You booked a camping experience on the beach (laughs) is really what it was. I mean, pretty much. Yeah. And so when we were there, that's where we discovered that we could catch a bus to Belize because we were going to go 24 miles north of Bacalar to Chetamal, which is the last city before Belize. Chetamal is the, the border city in Mexico to Belize. So we discovered that we could catch the bus from Bacalar into Belize. Again, that's episode 64, but that also leads us into the next place in the Caribbean, Belize. You better believe it. Better believe it. You're going to see that everywhere. So we have an episode, as Zaina mentioned, 64 of her and Nicole's trip to Belize. Brittany and I have been with Zaina when we were on a Caribbean cruise. We went to Belize Unfortunately, on the cruises, you know, sometimes you only have minimal hours at port. So we had an excursion from a island off the coast of Belize taking us to the mainland. And we did some tubing along the river in the jungle out there in Belize. And that was an amazing experience in and of itself that I would recommend just going to Belize. I mean, I don't want to compare it anywhere near like the Amazon, but it really was jungle tubing down the river and had that like wild essence feel to it that was undeniably amazing. I just want to share a real funny story before we even got to the river because we had to get onto a bus to get to the river, but we couldn't take any of our stuff on the bus, including clothes or like you could only be in your bathing suit, not even your towel because we put all our stuff in the lockers because as soon as we got off the bus, we were going to get into the water, which is why you couldn't take anything with you. Right. And where you end on the river is back at the lockers. Exactly. Yes. So Brittany and I are in our bikinis and we get on the bus and it was kind of a little bit of an older crowd because no one it, it, well, one, it was an older crowd, but then two, like the older crowd was not wearing bikinis and Brittany and I had tiny bikinis with our boobs pushed up in our face. Well, here's the thing. One, we want to look cute. Yes. And two, because you can't bring anything down the river with you, you're not bringing a towel or any clothes to wrap yourself in. You are getting on the bus in just your bikini because you are going to get dropped off to then get in the water. So there's no coverings over you or a towel to cover yourself up. So Zana and I strut up on the bus, boobies <laughs> out, ready to rock and roll. And people are just staring us up and down. But it was... 
checking you out? No, 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 no. Not even checking like, us out. Like dirty looks. Like why are these shame. chicks like, wearing stuff like this? Awkward shame. Yeah, yeah. It, like they were bathing suit shaming us. Well, don't let the haters discourage you from going to Belize because Belize <laughs> is awesome. Let me say that. So, I mean, side story on that. That really has nothing to do with Belize. Just the haters that were on our cruise. But other than the jungle river tubing experience briefly tell us a little bit Zaina, about why belize is cool don't go into too much detail they want to hear it they could listen to 64 but let's hear some of the highlights yeah well in belize they have a lot of bamboo chicken which we learned is iguana so they eat a lot of iguanas did you there. eat any i did not know you know what when i was in belize we went to the islands calle cocker and san pedro which is more of a touristy area so we didn't know that you could do the the bamboo chicken i, I mean maybe we just didn't pay attention so no we did not and then eventually we went more in well all the way to the western portion of Belize and again we didn't we ate a lot of beans and rice that was on a lot of the menus and it was really good so no but I would have liked to but what was really cool when we were tubing down the river is there was a massive iguana that fell out from the tree into the water and literally if we were just like a few feet ahead that iguana would have landed on someone and just to put the river into perspective it's a very slow going river so it's just like a lazy river day and there's these canopy of trees above you and they're shading the entire river area and lush then, jungle lush really lush jungle <laughs> yes so there's a canopy above you as you're floating down and you're looking up and admiring the lushness around you. And then we hear a splash in the water and we look and then we see an iguana emerging from the water <laughs> and swimming to the shore. And that was really Cute. cool to see. <laughs> yeah, it literally almost hit us. How big was it? It was Quite large. It was at least like three and a half, four feet four long. Feet? Oh, yeah. Can you imagine That's like an alligator? <laughs> if something like that fell on you from above, like literally it missed us by feet. It wow. was so big so the tour guide was also telling us that um, iguanas are also very jealous and possessive and just real quick funny story is at one point the river was going so slow that he had to tie us all together in order to pull us down the river because we needed to get back in time and he didn't end up tying Jamal next to Brittany and once he realized that they were not together he said oh I'm so sorry Jamal and Jamal said oh no it's okay whatever and he said good job Jamal don't be like the iguana <laughs> really cute anyways so there's a lot to do land of the mayans you're gonna find mayan ruins on pretty much every corner when you look at a map of belize too like it's just so impressive how many places on the map point out the mayan pyramids the biggest one are the sunantunich pyramids on the western portion of belize um and then there's also the actun tunichil muknal also known as the atm cave tour it's in san ignacio western side of belize where they take you into the caves where people used to be sacrificed by the Mayans and the bones mm -hmm. are, have been calcified into the rocks after so many years. So when people think of the Caribbean, probably thinking of beaches, but there is so much more to that. Again, the lush jungles, the history of the Incas and the Mayas and the Aztecs all in the area with their ruins. So you really get a lot. And if you want to do just beach, you can, but there's a lot of cool history and sites to see with that. But moving along from Tulum, Bacalar, Belize, we're talking about coastal cities along the Gulf of Mexico. Let's get to a few of the islands here. Let's talk about the U.S. Virgin Islands first. Jamal and I have actually been to the U.S. Virgin Islands twice. Twice. And we just recently got back from St. Thomas. We had a great time spending a week there, checking out all of the beaches. And it's just a really fun area to go see. So definitely check out that island. And the U.S. Virgin Islands has a national park. Did you guys know that? No, I, I didn't. Did. Of course I did. Do you know what island the national park is on? Honestly, I don't even know what the islands are for the Virgin Islands. So the U.S. Virgin Islands National Park is located on St. John. You can't actually get there by plane, but you can take a ferry across from St. Thomas to get to St. John. So people do live on St. John, but the majority of the park, I would wager to say 90 to 95% is the National Park. What's not part of the National Park is the very few housing developments that they have, you know, in the area. What else? What else to do in the U.S. Virgin Islands? Well, other than the National Park, which is absolutely beautiful, I mean, think about it this way. The Caribbean's known for the beautiful waters, 
lush islands, tropical landscape. It was so nice that they literally turned this island into a national park. So let's just put that to perspective. Another cool thing to do in the Virgin Islands that I absolutely love, and we did this when we went on our cruise as one of our excursions, because we've been twice. One, again, we decided to go solo, just go out there. And then the other time was when we were on a cruise. And our excursion was going to Buck Island, which is a national wildlife refuge. And it is famous for the endangered leatherback turtles that they have there. They regularly build their nests in that area. And if anyone doesn't know, the leatherbacks are the turtles that literally look like the size of Volkswagen bugs. I mean, they are huge, at least like eight to 10 feet. They're rather, rather large. They also do have regular sea turtles that you can swim with out there along the coral reefs. We actually did that as well. So beautiful sea life that you can see out there doing snorkeling on Buck Island. And Turtle Beach is voted one of the most beautiful beaches by National Geographic. So definitely check this area out. When we were on our way back from our excursion on Buck Island, they were serving their rum and beer as well. Their rum punch. Rum punch. Just like Kim was having it on the catamaran. They were doing that for us on our way back and they were going wild. Our cups were not dry at all. Nice. That's the best thing about the Caribbean right there. They love the rum and I'm not a rum person, but when I'm there, it's just like, how am I not supposed to drink mm-hmm. rum? I've had a bad night as rum when I was younger. So <laughs> that's why. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to have specific episodes on St. Thomas and St. John coming out later this year. Another place in that area is the Dominican Republic, the DR as they call it. This is a very big popular tourist destination. I think it gets a little bit of a bad reputation. I hear from people all the time, like, is it safe? I heard it's dangerous. I, oh, there was a big scandal with the alcohol a few years back about alcohol poisoning people. Mm-hmm. But, well, they were taking out the alcohol and what was it? They were putting something in menthol or something. Yeah, they were using menthol. And I'm Some not kind saying of that scandal. it was. It's the the kind of alcohol that they had there. I'm not saying that it was made in the DR, but that's why people were dying. I can only speak about my experience there. And I had a fantastic time. It was another cruise landing day for a port day. So about six to eight hours there. And I did a lot in this time frame. We had an excursion book to go hiking up through this mountain area and then sliding down all these natural waterfalls and swimming through the waters. So this area was actually called the, I might pronounce this wrong, but the Damajagua water. Falls. It's um this just beautiful mountain area. There were wild cows there. It was a gorgeous hike. It was a little more steep than I was expecting, but I was prepared for it. And then yeah, these it's like slot canyons, but with water at the bottom, and you're sliding down them and through them and traversing through the slots. It's like imagine Zion National Park, the narrows, but way more narrow and tropical and warm. It was beautiful, gorgeous waters, gorgeous scenery. Well, when you said they're like slot canyons, can you slide down these things? Yes. We were sliding with our bodies down them. So the rock is really smoothed out so that you can actually slide and not cut yourself. That's Mm -hmm. really awesome. I've seen lots of places where they have natural water slides like that. I really want to do that. I've never done something like that. And I love water slides in general. Imagine a natural one out in nature. And if you're a nature person, I mean, I'm getting excited just thinking about it. I thought we were hiking to waterfalls. I didn't realize we were water sliding down the mountains. Even fucking cooler. (laughs) Yes. And my mom is 20 years older than me was doing it just fine too. Did you have a rum and coke in your hand as you were climbing up that mountain? No, I didn't. Um, Not on this one, but definitely believe when we got back to the boat, we did. (laughs) But not only did we do this piece of the excursion, but then we went to this little squirrel monkey preserve and there were hundreds of squirrel monkeys flying around us caribbean squirrel monkeys not just any squirrel monkeys but they're landing on our shoulders on our heads on our laps they're eating out of our hands they are everywhere super cute crazy as fuck but definitely a caribbean unique experience who doesn't love a monkey i love a monkey is this the place (laughs) where you told us that you weren't supposed to you were supposed to be quiet when you walked in and like not make too much noise and then a monkey landed on you and you screamed (laughs) yeah they they said two things don't yell and don't take pictures when you're feeding them when you have the bowl of food in your hands but i'm walking in and i'm filming them because i'm like oh this is so cute and one because i have food in my hands jumps on me like hits my chest and you could hear it in the video me screaming ah and it was frightening. And they all looked at me like, we just told you not to scream. <laughs> <laughs> they came out of nowhere. 
So yeah, that was only six to eight hours in the Dominican Republic, but I highly recommend it. And that's one of the things too, if you go on cruises, and like we said earlier, they really don't give you a lot of time at port, but a lot of the things that they recommend for you to do and have the excursions are the highlights of it. So I think a good thing to do is really go on one of these Caribbean cruises, see what you like about the different islands and places that you go. And then if you ever go back again, if you love cruises, do another cruise, but even choose one of those places to explore and do more things on your own. So I think there's a lot that can be done with the Caribbean. And then my last thought about the DR, because I have heard many people say, is it dangerous? Is it safe? If you stay at a resort, maybe an all-inclusive, stay on your resort or do excursions that the resort organizes and you'll be just fine. You have nothing to worry about. Hey squaddies, we want to share one of our favorite travel products with you. Liquid IV is a category winning hydration brand fueling your well-being while traveling. One stick fits into 16 ounces of water to give you three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks and hydrates you two times faster than water alone. Their half-ounce hydration multiplier powder packet is the one product you need in every suitcase, carry-on, and day pack. We use it while flying on planes because flights can be so dehydrating. We use it when we feel jet-lagged, when we're out on a hike, and after a long night out that has us feeling worn out. In just one stick, you get five essential vitamins, B3, B5, B6, B12, and vitamin C. Liquid IV also now comes in 12 delicious and refreshing flavors to keep your hydration routine exciting. Our favorites are the lemon lime and tangerine with immune support. It's made with premium ingredients, all non-GMO and gluten, dairy, and soy free. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use Travel Squad Podcast at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Travel Squad Podcast at liquidiv.com. Hey, squaddies, let's take a quick detour to talk about our travel itineraries that we've created just for you. We just launched several new international trip itineraries, including Tulum and Japan. This is on top of the itineraries we already have for U.S. trips like the Hawaiian Island of Kauai, the U.S. Virgin Islands, as well as national park trip itineraries, including Utah's Mighty Five National Parks and a week at Grand Teton and Yellowstone. These fully built out 20 to 30 page PDF guides are available for instant download on our site right now. Every detail of the trip is laid out for you. So all you have to do is download, book, show up, and have fun. The itineraries tell you where to fly into, the exact route to take, where to stay, park entrance prices, where to eat, driving distance between attractions, the things to see and do, even the hikes we recommend, their mileage, and the time to allot for each one. And believe it or not, so much more. Be sure to head over to TravelSquadPodcast.com to download your very own comprehensive travel itinerary today. Well, island hopping to the next spot, we're going to talk about St. Martin here. Now, this is my favorite island in the Caribbean. This small little island is split between the French and the Dutch. So there's a French side and then there is a Dutch side. And the side, if you want my honest opinion, that you really want to go to is going to be the Dutch side. And I'll tell you why. They have a beach out there called Maho Beach, and it is right by the Princess Juliana International Airport. And that may seem like, oh, well, why would I really want to go to a beach that's right by the airport? But I will tell you why. It is world famous for people going there, watching the planes land. They literally land 15, 20 feet above your head, sometimes a little bit lower. There is a narrow road that you can cross, hold on to the fence, ride the jet blast as the planes take off, which was on my bucket list to do. We specifically chose this cruise that we went on that went to St. Martin so that we can do that. And it's just a fun experience at Maho Beach. They have the lounge chairs. They have a ball. They have a surfboard where they write in chalk on the board what time planes are landing in, what model plane it is. Is it a 747 big jumbo jet? Is it one of the smaller planes? So you know when they're coming in to be there. And if you want to ride the jet blast as they take off, I thought riding the jet blast was so fun. I have videos of myself. I need to, I've never seen I need to find them because this is early on before the day of backing up to cloud. So it's on an old phone that I never got rid of. I think I maybe have something on my GoPro too. This is like 2013, 2014, but just holding on to the fence. And if you've (laughs) never really felt what a jet engine feels like blowing that hot air on your face, having the sand blow at you, it's 
quite an intense experience, and it's really fun. And I would recommend going to St. Martin just for this. It's beautiful out there, the beautiful waters, very scenic, but this is a one-in-a-lifetime unique experience. They even have a sign saying, be careful because you can die. I know, I was just about to say, you know what, like, um, I've heard a lot of people getting injured out there too, like someone losing their grip on the fence because the jet engine is so powerful. And so it, the blast blows them back. People have cracked their heads open on the ground. Like I've heard a lot of wild shit out there too. I think Jamal had to put his shirt over his face because all of the like smog was blowing back at him. And I mean, it was a little bit difficult to breathe. A lot of the sand was blowing up. I had sunglasses, but I eventually had to cover my face with my shirt and a bandana. <laughs> uh, to help breathe a little bit better. But don't let that discourage you. Honestly, it's really, really fun and a once-in-a-lifetime experience. Even, you know, for me, I love planes, but even if you're not a big fan of, like, aviation and planes and you just think, oh, whatever, it still is really cool to see these machines come in really close and be right up on them. Can you imagine being in the airplane seeing the people down there? I would love to fly in and see that. And all the guys are, like, growing out because there's no girls <laughs> going up to the <laughs> fence and riding it. It's like all these guys walking walking over like yeah i'm gonna ride this fence right now watch me so you didn't do it for it you didn't ride the fence no i was photographer and videographer oh she videotaped me and i have one where i'm like holding it up there and then it comes jet blasting on me real hard i'm like oh (laughs) (laughs) so i need to find the video and hopefully we can post it well i wasn't expecting it but Um, i really enjoyed being on the beach and then watching the planes come in above you because you can get that perfect shot with the plane right above your head while you're just standing right there on the beach in front of the airport no exaggeration 15 20 feet in front of you like that's literally how close they are to you because the beach is very narrow then you have that small road and then right immediately is the fence so they land real quick and they are right above your head you can even google videos or go onto youtube and see videos of that absolutely yeah so i'm gonna ask you a question and i know you're gonna roll your eyes at me maybe scoff but i gotta ask so when the airplane blows all that air on you is there any like carbon monoxide in your face not enough to kill you Zaina. okay you know i had to think it's not concentrated <laughs> okay he didn't bring his detector out though so we don't know <laughs> <laughs> his travel carbon monoxide detector oh man everyone should have one of those so hopping along to the next island well this one's not an island well technically it's on the coast but we're talking about specifically the island of roatan for honduras so yes i guess an island but honduras itself is not So I didn't know that Honduras had islands, um, specifically this one, but we went to Roatan, Honduras on a cruise. We stopped there to go ziplining in the jungle and what a magical experience it was. Zena, you were so scared to zip line. I, you know what? I really, truly, truly was. I was absolutely terrified. Did I, you do it? Oh, absolutely. Oh, I wasn't <laughs> going to not do it. I was so excited, but I was so terrified. And I remember like they were really strong men who were hooking us up. I like, thought you liked burly men, Zena. They were strong. They were burly. <laughs> they were hooking us up real good with the, the, the material. And they're like, don't worry, guys, we're going to take good care of you. And here I am like freaking out. And I was like, Brittany, they're going to, oh, thank God, they're going to take good care of us. <laughs> well, Zana likes to think she's a danger ninja. She's really not. She likes to chicken out. I, I know. Like, I don't but, chicken out. But, but, I don't chicken out. I just get scared. But before we get too far into the ziplining experience, I just want to mention a little bit about Roatan in terms of its scenic beauty. So again, it is part of Honduras, but it is an island that is out in the water. And the island is located along a barrier reef. And it's actually the largest barrier reef in the Caribbean Sea, second largest in the world, second to only the Great Barrier Reef in Australia. So there is a lot of famous snorkeling, scuba diving out in that area because of how large the barrier reef is along the coast by Roatan. So it's worth checking out just for that, for the snorkeling and everything. But the island itself is pretty much a jungle island. Yeah, we had such a great time. That's what made ziplining so fun. So when you were strapped in, you did have a glove on one hand. And so you use that glove on your hand to slow yourself down as you come into the next platform. You're your own brakes. I mean, sometimes when you zipline, they have the natural stoppers for you. Some ziplines don't have that and you have the gloves and you need to 
be your own brake system. This was one of the ones where we really had to do our own braking. I think there were several lines too where they do throw that block out at you to help slow you down even though you're still braking. And the first time they actually threw that out me, like it is crazy because you're going so fast across the jungle and then all of a sudden you see something coming at you fast and it just makes you go, whoa. I thought you were used to seeing things come fast at your face. (laughs) (laughs) No? that was so rude and funny (laughs) at the same time. But one of the best parts of ziplining in Roatan was that we had the opportunity to zipline upside down. Yes, I said upside down. So there was this big burly man and he was like... He was our zipline guide. He was our zipline guide. Taking good care of us. Taking great (laughs) care of us. And he was like, anyone want to have a little fun? And I think I volunteered and he strapped me in on him. We pretty much 69'd my... (laughs) (laughs) Jamal, did you hear that? I heard it. I watched it. It's nothing new to me. So he straps me onto him and then puts my feet up above his head with my legs spread in a V and his head poking through my legs. And he pushes me down between his legs and then he (laughs) thrusts us across. Thrusts you across? us the jungle and we just magically fly across the zip line through the lush jungle wow. it's so romantic you know jamal was making fun of me for like Zena really likes to think she's a danger ninja but ninja but she's not no Brittany and i are the only two people out of the entire group who zip lined upside down in fact when he asked who wants to do it i just took a moment before i raised my hand but Brittany is so fast she always wants to be the first one in those dangerous situations because i think you said you don't like to like watch other people you just want to do it yes so her hand shot up seconds before mine and i was like oh shit well now I can't zip line upside down because he's going to go. But no, he came back and then I was able to zip line with him upside down. Jamal was the cameraman. But Jamal, you didn't zip line upside down. No, I didn't feel the need. Well, you know, if there was a hot lady who was doing it for us, <laughs> I would have done it. But I didn't really want to be strapped in in that position to another man. Uh, it just wasn't my thing at that point. I just really wanted to do it on my own because, again, we had to be our own brake. So he was braking for you. And so... You know, not that he couldn't have done that for me, but at the same time, I just figured I wouldn't have enjoyed ziplining more having done that. So I didn't see the need. It was crazy. Like it was such a crazy experience. But when we were there too, there was also monkeys, Kim. We had some monkeys in that area. Do you remember that? Yes. Especially when we got off the zipline, there was all of the monkeys. They were all hounding us. And you really don't remember. I see that look on your face like you don't remember. I don't. I don't. I can't remember the monkeys. There was tons of them. Maybe you were just so exhilarated from doing that with that guy and he had him taking good care of you since he was big and burly. I don't know. I, I love big, burly men. Absolutely. Taking care of you. Mm-hmm. I mean, lumberjacks, extra points. He wasn't lumberjack. A little too uh, warm a weather for him to be a lumberjack. But uh, he was a Caribbean there. jack. <laughs> there you go. So the last island that we're going to talk about is Jamaica. I think I'm the only person in the squad that has been to Jamaica. Am I correct? You're correct, but I'd like to go. Yes, definitely check it out. Jamaica is known for its lush mountains, rainforests, and reef-lying beaches. And there's a lot of all-inclusive resorts there. It also has British colonial architecture. Did you guys know that? Oh, no, Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. That's cool. Yep. And it's the birthplace of reggae. Hey. hey! I knew that. They even have a Bob Marley museum in Kingston. Did I you believe smoke it. any of Bob's favorite stuff when you were there? <laughs> I, I think I was like in junior high when I went. So no, I did not. The one memorable thing so you I started did, late. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. The one memorable thing that I did do was I was on a beach. And I was in the water. It was a little bit murky in this area. And I sat down on a rock and I accidentally sat on the jellyfish instead of the rock. Ooh. So that stung a little bit. Yeah. The, my ass and the back of my leg. Did so. somebody have to pee on you? I think I peed and rubbed it on myself. Ugh. So. Oh, so no one had to suck the poison. <laughs> No one There's no sucking the poison. poison out of the jellyfish. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, Jamal, you might get that reference. It's a movie quote. <laughs> surprise, <So>. surprise. <laughs> <laughs> but I definitely would recommend checking it out. I would love to go back at some point in the future. My mama went to Jamaica in the 70s. Awesome. Yeah. She said that it was a great girls trip. 
and 70s, huh? She did yeah. it when she was on a cruise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have a good friend who is Jamaican, and I know that she goes there a lot, and I usually see her pictures, and it looks like a really, really, really fun time. So I want to throw in a bonus that's not on here. And I just want to mention the Bahamas. And I'll mention it for a couple reasons. One is we went there when we were on a cruise so I would actually like to go back and spend more time. But what's really cool is the Bahamas is a British Commonwealth, used to be a specific British colony. So their capital, Nassau, all of the buildings are bright, multicolored. Some of them are pink. Some of them are reds. They have whites, you know, just varying different colors that make it really unique. And they're the old colonial style buildings. So it's really unique to see that in the Caribbean as well. Also, if you are a culinary person, they have something in Nassau called the fish fry. Do you remember the fish fry, mm-hmm. Brittany? It is an area where it's famous for all the mom and pop restaurants that they have out there. You could get conch fritters, conch salad, all this type of seafood and Caribbean local food. Absolutely delicious, very inexpensive. So the Bahamas is a really fun time too. And if you want the resorts, they have it all there. They have the Atlantis Resort. That was actually built in the Bahamas first before they took it to Dubai. I think they're building another Atlantis somewhere else. So the original is in the Bahamas. So that is not to be missed as well. I'm throwing that in there as a bonus. You're going to love it. I have two questions for you, Jamal. Yes. I'm going to test your knowledge. What is the capital of Honduras? Ooh. That's a tough one. You know what? Did we g- 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 no, give me a, give me the start of the letter. T. I had to Google it myself. Tegucigalpa. Good job. I just needed the start of the letter. <laughs> Good I just job. Needed the start of the letter. Okay, this one is for any one of you guys. Okay, what is the capital of the Dominican Republic? You've stumped us. I have no idea. Give Jamal the first letter. <laughs> <laughs> Jamal, you ready for it? Actually, I think I know what it is. Tell me. Santa Domingo. Good job. Oh, damn, I should have got that Good one. job. What the fuck, him? <laughs> <laughs> I had to Google both of those because I couldn't think of them off the top of my head either. Any final thoughts about the Caribbean? When can we go? Well, when they cruise again. I would love to go <laughs> when we can go on cruises. And that's what I was going to say kind of as my final thought. And I mentioned it a little bit before. I want to say it again. You can really see a lot if you go and do cruises in the Caribbean. Yes, your time is going to be short, but whatever you do, they always recommend the highlights. So it is very brief. But from that, you can actually figure out, okay, what did I like the most? What do I want to see more of? And make a separate trip to go out there, spend more time, find an all-inclusive. These are the perfect places to do the all-inclusives because they're usually small islands. Not a lot to see in terms of taking a lot of time so you can get that real good R&R and enjoy that all-inclusive experience. So lots of ways to explore it. It's going to be really fun. All right, guys, we have a very special time of the week. Questions of the week. Woo! Okay, so our first question coming in says, what other Caribbean islands are on your must-visit list? I mean, this list is inclusive of everything that we've been to, but obviously, like we mentioned, not everything that we've been to together. So for me personally, I would really like to go to Turks and Caicos. I would also really like to go to the Dominican Republic. And I think Honduras would be really fun to explore as well. And I don't know if this necessarily counts as the Caribbean, but um, I want to go to Panama and Mm -hmm. do a Panama cruise. So do I. So do I. Badly. I would love to go to Puerto Rico. I would love to go to Aruba because they have a flamingo beach. Aruba. Yes. Yes. And I would love to go to Exuma, which is an island in the Bahamas, because that is the pig island. You can swim with pigs and feed wild pigs out there. But they're friendly because people come. So cute. Such a unique experience. For me, I mean, there's lots of places. I do want to go to Turks and Caicos. But one place that I really want to go to, you've been here, Kim, at least the country. Don't know if you went to the specific spot when you were there in the Dominican Republic. I want to go to Punta Cana. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very famous location in the Caribbean to go. Really want to go. Want to do an all-inclusive there. So that's really on the top of my list. But let me tell you something. I really want to go back to St. Martin when COVID's over. All those planes are coming in. And I'm going to enjoy myself out there on Maho Beach and just drink cocktails all day long and (laughs) ride the fence. I think Haiti would be another really good one to go to. 
Yeah, it would definitely be unique. I really want to check out Antigua as well as St. Lucia. Ooh, Mm -hmm. St. Lucia. You know what? That's one of my favorite bands, St. Lucia. has nothing to do with the island, but they're really, really, really good. Okay. And then our second and last question for the week is, is it pronounced Caribbean or Caribbean? I always say Caribbean. I'm sure it's Caribbean, but I say Caribbean. I say Caribbean. I say Caribbean. But is it Caribbean or Caribbean? Is, I, is there? I don't know the answer. Is to it that. tomato tomato, or is there a proper way to say it? How do you say potato it? potato? I say Caribbean. I so say Jamal's Caribbean. the outlier. Well, in the say squad. it again, Jamal. Caribbean. Caribbean. Hmm. Caribbean. Caribbean. <laughs> Caribbean. Caribbean. Oh. Caribbean. Seems like a lot of effort to say it that way. What? Sounds I think the other way. Caribbean. Yeah. Caribbean. 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 Say pirates of the Caribbean. Mm. And that's why I say. Caribbean is because that's how I envision it. Pirates of the Caribbean, not Pirates of the Caribbean. You know what? Actually, you you just made up a good point because I think I do say Pirates of the Caribbean. I do say that for the movie title too, but I never say it outside of that. Exactly. Yeah. So when you're describing the region, it's Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I feel like I've been saying Caribbean. No, you're so right. I do say Pirates of the Caribbean, but when we're talking about the Caribbean, I say Caribbean. You know, one thing we haven't talked about at all is jerk chicken. <laughs> Oh you yeah! Bring up an excellent point <laughs> out of nowhere. That's like my final thought. Like, let's talk about jerk chicken, guys. <laughs> I love jerk chicken. It's amazing. What else can you say about jerk chicken? Well, jerk chicken, again, is a very common way to cook chicken. It's pretty much just Caribbean spices on the chicken, barbecuing it up, etc. On numerous cruises that you go on, particularly when you go to their private islands that they have out there in the Caribbean. Did I say it right? Caribbean? It sounded so wrong saying it that way. Mm -hmm. But when you go to their private islands that the cruises have out there, usually when they give you lunch out on the island, they will always have buffet style with jerk chicken chicken, mm. other things like that. So really, really good. Just if you could imagine those Caribbean spices, that's what jerk chicken's all about. Mm-hmm. Question for you to get that chicken down, pina colada or rum and coke? Pina. Pina colada. Pina colada. I agree. I'm not, a, like I said, not a rum person. Had a bad experience with it. When I'm there, I'll have it, but I can have no more than one. I have a quick final thought. It's not really a final thought about the region, but earlier I was saying when we were talking about what is the area of the Caribbean, and I mentioned, oh, some of the countries that touch the Gulf of Mexico, I meant to say some of the countries that touch the Caribbean Sea, therefore. You see, I'm trying to say it Caribbean for you guys (laughs) that touch the Caribbean Sea. Ah, okay. And those are the ones that we're talking about, Belize, Nicaragua, and obviously the Yucatan Peninsula portion of Mexico where they have mm-hmm. Tulum, etc. Wonderful. Well, that is our episode for the week, guys. Hope we got you in the vacation spirit. Thank you so much for tuning in with us this week. Keep the adventures going with us by following us on Instagram and subscribing to us on YouTube at Travel Squad Podcast. Send us in your questions for next week's episode too. And if you found the information in this episode to be useful, or if you thought we were just plain funny, please make sure to share it with a friend that would enjoy it too. Please subscribe, rate and review our podcast and tune in every Travel Tuesday for new episodes. Stay tuned for next week's episode. We have more amazing adventures and tips in store for you. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.